All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Fitness Education Online Podcast, the podcast where fitness professionals go to grow their fitness business. If you're in the fitness industry, you'll find tips and strategies from proven business experts. Now, let's start the show. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fitness Education Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jono, and I am super excited because we've got an absolute rock star on the line this week. And I know I say that every guest about every week, but this guy actually is. I saw him on, was on social media, but I think he was on the Channel 9 News or something. And I saw this story and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like this is inspiring. This is cool. I've got to get this person on my on my podcast. So I reached out and here he is. It's the one and only Mr. Johnny Timu from Brown Pride. Johnny, how are you, mate? Good, 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 good. Thanks for having me on. You know, excited Appreciate to have you. Let's dive into it, man. Let's uh, let the listeners know. Let's start brief, and then we'll, we'll speak more about Brown Pride. Start with yeah, you, yeah. Johnny. Who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Um, yeah, uh, morning, everyone. Oh, it's morning here in New Zealand. Um, um, my name is Johnny Timu. Um, Johnny Lafaele Timu. Uh, Lafaele is someone for Raphael. Um, yeah, that's it. That's my full name. Um, my parents originate from Samoa. Um, but I was born here in New Zealand, um, still residing in New Zealand. I'm from South Auckland, a small suburb called Manurewa. That's the Beverly Hills for the people that aren't listening. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the Beverly Hills of Auckland. Yeah. Um, in, in my eyes, it's flash enough. And in my eyes, it's the, the most beautiful place. I wouldn't well, want to be raised anywhere else. Um, and um, yeah, so I'm 27 years of age. Um. Yeah, well, I went to De La Salle College in Mangri East. I'm still a proud La Salle boy. Um, I got one son and a daughter due next month. Woo! What, two weeks, two weeks, pretty much. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much a, a um, yeah, myself in a nutshell. Yeah, awesome. Brown Pride. Let us know. We'll we'll get to the backstory later, but let us know yeah. what is it now. What's Brown Pride? Who runs uh, it? What do you do there? Uh so Brown Pride is a um, um, a, a social enterprise that I run with uh, my best mates. Um, our social enterprise, we run a gym. Um, our, our goal is to empower Pasifika and Māori um, through gym, um, for our fitness, community, uh, arts and community, uh, fitness and way of our gym and our boot camps and things like that. Arts and our way of our music studi- studio, which I'm currently in at the moment. Our music studio and our barbershop is our arts form. Um, a form of arts and then and dance and then our community is just this, our community work that we go out into our community and do uh, whether that be feeding the homeless giving free haircuts doing um free youth programs or sports yeah just random things so um yeah brown pride is a bit of everything um but yeah the main goal is just empowering our people um the name brown pride was just yeah just put it pretty much a uh empowerment statement was um just trying to encourage our Pacifica and Māori to be proud of who we are. Um in New Zealand, um the only time you hear of Manriwa or South Auckland or the Beverly Hills as I like to call it, is when we're in trouble. Um so I grew up with a mindset that 
sometimes I was embarrassed to be Samoan, I was embarrassed to be brown, just because any time we see us, it was on police 10 7 or on the news for bad things. Um, so as I grew older, I started realizing that um, now nah, we could be better. So, yeah, Brown Pride was my way of um, encouraging um, others and encouraging the younger Johnny that, no, nah, it's not it's not a bad thing to be brown. It's just, yeah, we're just in the, the light for the bad reasons, if, if that makes sense, yeah. Love it. Well, let's get to the backstory, Johnny. Where did it all start? And start right from the, the start. When did that idea first pop in your mind? Let us know about that. Um, yeah, I grew up, grew up in an old boys' school. Um, so yeah, as as anyone will know, it'll just be like rugby and play fighting and bull rush and things like that. Um, so being active was always in 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 my life. Um, me and my group of mates we used to always um when we became seniors and we were allowed that little pass to go to the gym. Um, yeah, we always enjoyed that time. Just staying behind after school, pumping a bit of weights. Um, that's where the, the, the old saying, um, curls get the girls. That's where it pretty <laughs> much started. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, at a young age, oh, not young, and our senior ages at school, yeah, we, we enjoyed the gym. Um, when we left school, um, yeah, we pretty much would just catch up um, to work out or just to, yeah, the, besides drinking and partying, that was probably the only other time we, were, we caught up was. Um, just to have a, a play around with the weights. Um, and yeah, uh, we started working together, doing warehousing work, um, just boring shit, just sorting pallets and orders and things like that. Um, but we knew we enjoyed working together and we knew we enjoyed fitness. Um, so my son is five years old now. Um, so about, yeah, pretty much five years ago, when I found out I was having a son, uh, I sort of clicked in my brain that us working for this warehouse company, the big boss didn't care about our kids or um, the company weren't going to give some investments or something to our kids. So started thinking um, we needed to make something that was our own, that we could leave behind for our kids if, if our day ever was to come. Um, and so, yeah, we put our heads together, just... Um, started thinking of things we were good at, like music. My, one of my mates is good at music. I was good at running fitness. One of my other mates was a good trainer. So we were like, oh, yeah, we'll do the gym. One of our other mates is a good designer. So he does our merch. So he's got a merch office at the back here. The other guy looks after the music. We do the fitness. And we're like, yeah, let's do this. And so we put our ideas together and start um, trying to make it happen. But we had no money. We had no... No money, no gear. Weren't, we couldn't even get a business loan because our credit history and stuff wasn't good. Um, so I went back to my old school and I said, um, could I train the kids and the staff and in exchange, let me have the gym early. Like so, say I'll train everyone at 6 a.m. By 7 a.m. I'll train the kids and the staff. That's great. And um, yeah, so uh, we started with that, just 6 a.m., I just put the word out to my friends and community and I said, oh, you can train with us. And I think it was about 100 bucks for six-week blocks, um, training every morning, 6 a.m. Um, and, yeah, we pretty much ran with that and just slowly we are just saving our money. And it was easy. It was, like, it was organic for me, like, just to stay, run the boot camp for Brown Pride or yeah. as the Brown Pride was developing and then just 
transition straight to training the kids and the staff. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much where we started. Yeah. A couple of questions there, Johnny. How was it like approaching the school? Did you did you have a good relationship with the the teachers there? They knew you from school. Did you have to uh, convince anyone? How was that? Um, it's it's funny you ask because um in school I was probably the last person they wanted to ever see again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, me and my mates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me and my group of mates we weren't the best students. We were hard cases. Um, and so when they seen us come back, um. Uh, before we were, before I asked, we were the only like group from our year level that were going back and like volunteering to coach or oh, volunteering okay. to run um, youth nights. Yeah. And I know from then they got surprised, but I, I felt we earned their respect that um, even though we were the hard cases, we were the ones that um, were surprisingly came back and helped run, facilitate other programs. Tell, tell us about that, Johnny. Is that just something, because like not many people do do that. You were the only group. Is that yeah, something yeah. you enjoy doing? You were always going to go back and, and help the community and help the students and volunteer? Or how, um, that, what made you want to do that even before Brown Pride? I think for me, it was the school was um, um, it was a safe haven, like away from home. Um, mm -hmm. and, and and I just grew up, that was my second home. And um, I've always told Aaron, besides having my son, that's probably the second best thing that happened in my life was going to that school. Mm. It wasn't the flashiest school or anything like that, but it just built me to who I am today. And I always um, had that at the back of my mind that um, I'm going to go back and give back to the school that that pretty much got me through my teenage years. Um, my teen years were, were not the hardest. They weren't the worst and they weren't the best, but they were rough for me mentally. And every time I went to school, I just forget about any rubbish that was happening at home mm. um, or any struggles that our family were going through outside of school. So, um, yeah, I just knew I, I owed the school a lot. And my way of paying back was to go back there and um, help out the, the the students that might be going through the same thing I was going through as well. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I felt. That's great. Awesome. Why don't we take us back to that story? So, you started running like a, a boot camp out of the gym, kind of six yep, yep. kind of thing. You put the word out. Was it busy straight away? Do you have no one turning up at the start? Do you have a few people? Yeah. How long are we at the school? Let us know a little bit about that that side of things. Uh, um, our first boot camp, our first six week block, we had um twenty one, uh, twenty one people or uh, teams, which was peers. So it was like about. Uh, 40 or under 40 was probably under 40 yeah, okay. um, people. Uh, um, that was our first one. By the time we got to our fourth or our fifth, we we're up to 400 something people Woo! signed up. Yeah, okay. and that was our fourth, fourth, I think it was our fifth one, our fifth six week block. Well, let us know, so a, little then, bit, uh, well, let us know a little bit about both of those, Johnny, because I think even 40 for your first one is pretty good. So if you can let yeah. us know a little bit about, you know, how you got 40 there and then 400 in your fourth one is amazing. So let us know maybe yeah. both of those. How'd you get 40 in your first and how'd you get 400 by the, the fifth? Um, the, I think the first one was mainly our family and friends. Um, and um, yeah, with the, with the, it's a good and a bad thing in the Pacific and uh, community as our, our families are like real close knit. 
and they just follow you anywhere and so they all my cousins all signed up even though they weren't giving it the best they were just there to support yep. um, their results weren't weren't that great yep. um but I think yeah it was mainly our family and our friends and results wise wasn't great um only a few of them there's only, only a few and they weren't even our family I think because our family you know our family they didn't take, take you serious like yeah. they just see you as the, that um the kid brother or like the kid cousin yeah but yeah. our friends, yeah, the friends that were involved, I think they saw how serious we were trying to push us. So they took us serious and there was some 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 good weight losses and transformations that happened. And I think that got the ball rolling. And our second one spiked up to like close to a hundred people. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that was mainly off um there wasn't many boot camps. They were training every morning. Yeah. Um and so the the, the word got out that these guys we train every morning and it's only a hundred bucks over six weeks and that's six weeks um our uh, six trainings a week Monday to Saturday in the mornings and then I think we had like Tuesday Thursday so that's about eight trainings a week eight by six weeks that's 48 so pretty much 48 trainings for a hundred bucks so that's like real cheap that's like peanuts mm. uh, so I think one was the price um, two was the results or the the better re- not my family's results but like our friends they were taking us serious their results and the, their photos and transformations was good and then I think the third was just um, New Zealand and I think Australia as well New Zealand and Australia got a real bad drinking culture Mm. And um, I think at the end when they everyone saw that we had a nice party and you know was having fun and getting drunk, then people were like, "Oh, that's the first like boot camp I've seen when they celebrate with alcohol and stuff." Um, yeah, so that was I think that was another reason that we built traction. Um, it must be the community as well that you built in that in that gym and school though, right? Like to keep that many people coming back. There's got to be like a massive sense of community in your of the people that were training, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and I think the other thing was um, what we were pushing outside of the boot camp. So like every every week on a Monday, we'll give a um a male motivation. So like a person of Pacifica history, like they could have been the early navigators or the first people to settle in Samoa. And it was like on Monday we'll teach you about like this guy. He was the one that fought against New Zealand to have Samoa's independence. Then on Wednesday we'll give a female, a woman empowerment. Like this lady was from Hawaii. She fought off American um, uh, 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 colonizers, things like that. Yes, like um, it was teaching him. Is, is it you giving these talks, or are you bringing people in for them, or, or who's who's giving the the talks? Uh, it was me, yeah. It was me giving the talks. Okay. It was um, I, I sort of got it um, and the, yeah, as I grew up, um, finished school, um, and we started getting involved in like trying to find my identity and who I was, and I started like um, so oh, my first year out of school, um, my dad passed away, and I was sad because I didn't know much about his family and his history, and so I started digging into his family history and then I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, I 
started digging into Samoan history. Then I just started digging into like Pacific history and in, in general and how we moved to New Zealand and things like that. Um, so yeah, I was learning heaps about, and it really empowered me to be proud of um who I was because mm. growing up in primary school, I didn't like being the poor kid or I didn't like being the the brown kid or things like that. Yeah, so um that really empowered me, and then it was just me just passing it on through the boot camp to others. But um others found it interesting as well, and they start their own research and they start their own journeys into um finding their identities and stuff. That's yeah. Great. Awesome. All right. Well, let us know the the next. And was it still Brown Pride at that stage when you were running the boot camp, or was that something different? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was okay. still Go Brown ahead. Pride. Awesome. Um, yeah, and it was like it was like random. Like we we started the boot camp, and I was just under Johnny's training or Johnny's yeah. transformation or something. Then someone said, "What do we? Uh, what's our group called?" And I was like on the spot, and I was like, "Um, um." Brown Pride. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, that person, uh, I forgot what else, was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And they're like, oh, so we're like trying to build um some pride in, in who we are. And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what it's about. <laughs> we, just, yeah, we just ran with it. And um, yeah, it's stuck with us ever since. Yeah. Great. All right. The transition from the school gymnasium or the school hall to the facility you're in now. Let us know a little bit about that. Um. Yeah, so I think on our, by our third or the second, I think it was the second boot camp, um, was when we started realizing, like when we were close to the 100 mark people, um, we started realizing that, oh shit, it's getting serious. And we were getting money that we didn't need. We were still working full time. Mm. And we were getting money that we, like was more than we needed. Like as long as we, our, we got food on the table and our bills are paid, we're happy. So we started taking money um, and investing it into like um, community outreaches. So at the end, on a six-week challenge, on our fifth week, just because, yeah, we had the money to we'd go out to town and feed the homeless and put on a spread for them and buy toiletries that they could use and things like that. Um, and then, yeah, that's when, that's when a new flow of people came in. Some people just joined just so they can give money back to the homeless. Yep. Um, and um, yeah, so that's when another whole wave of people started joining up. And so, yeah, about our fourth and fifth, we just had, we had enough money to um, feed ourselves, um, feed feed the less fortunate and do our community outreach. And we had um, leftover money. Mm. So like by that point, like you're, you're talking 400, I think it was 418 people paying 120 for six weeks. Yeah. I don't know the maths, but yeah, it was 40, good 000. money. About 40,000. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, that's when T, who's my best mate, he's um my right hand man. He's the, the, I'm the, the ideas he will put it on paper. He does all the paperwork. That's when he was like, oh shit. So we, we got enough money to like, pay like three months rent on, on a place if you can find one and I realized I didn't take it serious I was like I didn't really realize how serious it was getting mm. um and so yeah we, we ended up finding a place um paying for well, with that boot camp I think we were able to pay six months rent uh, up front mm. um just to yeah and so we done that um and yeah we moved into the gym that we're currently in now um 
and that was about yeah two it was two thousand twenty one end of two thousand twenty one yeah yeah awesome yeah and then, yeah awesome. and then let the listeners know what's it kind of like now the clip that I saw you had you mentioned you got your music studio you got your barbers you mentioned you were you're doing even I think even the barbers were doing outreach the barbers yeah. were giving giving haircuts then you had like you know, um, mental health people coming in on Monday and then, you know, yeah, yeah. sports. Tell us about what, what it looks like now. Um, yeah, barbers will, will get called out to community outreaches to Kahia for less fortunate and stuff. And yeah, it's 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 pretty full on. It's funny, like we've been here two years, just over two years, and we're looking for a bigger place at the moment. Um, um, so hopefully uh, next time we chicken or ketchup i'll be at a new gym but yeah it's, it's full on from monday to friday or monday to saturday here um on monday we have a chiropractor on tuesdays we have we're sorting out a doctor a gp wednesdays today we have a physio in um and then thursdays we have a sports massage and fridays we got a psychiatrist that comes in um but yeah it's just trying to give that um holistic approach to mm. like I think that's what separates our gym from others is um most of people you know most yeah 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 so and then now Friday nights we have our mental health program that's facilitated by um a local um mental health trust that do a lot of um suicide prevention work and things like that. So they come in and they um run workshops and then they help fund um the chickens with the counselor and the or psychiatrist. Um and that that that's just for a different ball to what we are. Like that's given us the the edge on everyone else. And um and yeah that's it's definitely been a blessing, especially being able to provide our members with more than just the physical element. Mm. Um and that that's what I feel has even boosted our growth even more. Like Though it's scary the amount of growth we're having, it's like at least we know we're helping more people. But now the pressure's on us to maintain that and and make sure everything is um running smoothly. Yeah. How many members you got now, Johnny? Uh we got around 120 members. Um yeah, 120 members. I think following or like our followers across Instagram and Facebook is over 10k now. Wow. Something like that, and um, yeah, yeah, and it's just growing by the day, um, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Now I saw on there, Johnny. Um, it said the gym was established nineteen twenty nine. Is that your yeah. um your your grandparents established it, or what, how does that work? Uh, so, you don't look um, like you're, you don't look like you're ninety years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, the nineteen twenty nine is um, um, you know, like. When you see brands, sometimes if it's said 2020, like you wouldn't take it serious. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were like, oh, let's, I was thinking, oh, let's do an old age. And um, something that I felt in Samoan history, when I read into Samoan history, uh, pinnacle time was the 1929. Um, it was uh, so Sam, uh, when uh, German, uh, Germany gave um, um, the ruling rights over to New Zealand for Samoa. Um, New Zealand was looking after us. Yeah, they took over Samoa. And in 1929, um, a group of chiefs from Samoa tried to uh, march against New Zealand 
just because they're abusing their powers. And um, New Zealand, uh, New Zealand shot nine of the the members of that um Samoan group, and from there that's when Samoa really, really started getting um pissed off at New Zealand's abusing their authority, and that's when they start fighting for their independence. And for me, um, and because my great grandfather was um involved with that movement, um, I was like, that's the first time Samoa picked up their balls and tried to like. Um, stand for themselves and that's what I wanted um, Brown Pride um, to be I wanted us to stand for ourselves and just know that we could look after um, ourselves and stuff and that um, we should be proud of of who we are yeah again just going back to me being younger in primary school I didn't yeah for some reason I just didn't like being brown I was like I was embarrassed um, but now, as I grow up, and now as we 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 start this, um, I'm, I'm I'm proud. Yeah, yeah, I'm proud of it. Mm. Love it. Well, Johnny, my final question: You're a mentor for plenty of people out there, plenty of people in general, plenty of Samoans, plenty of uh, Maoris, Pacifica. I'd love to know who your biggest mentors have been, and these can either be like personal mentors that you want to give a shout out, or they could be you know people you follow on social media, celebrities. Mentors or people that inspire you? Um, I think yeah. If there's mentors um, that inspire me, to be honest, I'm I, I get inspired by um the everyday everyday Joe, like just yeah, like a normal everyday bloke. I don't really. Um, I do get inspired by social media and stuff. I get motivated. But yeah, again, yeah, that's just motivation. Like some people just put it out there just to motivate others. I I find the average Joe that is disciplined and everyday works. I find them way more inspiring. Um, so yeah, I can't pinpoint uh any celebrity or any one mentor. Um, nah, I don't even really follow the fitness industry. Like I'm far from following the fitness industry and stuff. Um. Yeah, yeah, I'm clueless. Yeah, okay. yeah, there's not really anywhere anyone I look up to. Um, I'll probably met Fraser just because I'm in the CrossFit space. Um, I like his 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 drive, and it's always um the the phrase of like hard work always beats talent. Mm. Uh, I'm not that talented, but I know I'll be willing to put in the work and the hard hours and stuff like that. Yeah, so probably met Fraser. Love it. Awesome. All right. Well, Johnny, if anyone's listening or whoever's listening to this, if they're like this, I, I like Johnny. I want to follow him. I want to follow Brown Pride. I want to see where they where they're up to. Where's the best place to to follow you on social? Is it you personally? Is it Brown Pride? Is it Instagram, Facebook? Where do we go? Yeah, uh, probably Instagram. Yeah, probably Instagram. Um, uh, I should be under Johnny Timu. Um, and Brown Pride NZ is our um our main one. Um, but um, you know, uh, Brown Pride Queensland is in the works at the moment. Oh, uh, you say Queensland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, so, whereabouts? Uh, we're just thinking that's like still in the air, but um, one of our, our founding members has moved over to um, Gold Coast, so yep. where we're, we're just slowly, uh, once we move this our first gym to our next place, and then we'll be sorting out that um, Queensland branch once that happens. Yeah, so who knows? Might be an Oz soon. Yeah, sounds good. 
Awesome. All right, Johnny. Well, that's pretty much all I wanted to get through. Is there anything I should have asked you but forgot to or anything you wanted to finish us off with? Um, no, really, just word of encouragement or something. Yeah, I don't know. Just, yeah. Um, oh, just something to finish off with is that um, probably since it's uh, like a, pay, uh, a platform for personal trainers, I think, yeah, like, honestly, anyone can train anyone. Like, for me, I always encourage our new trainers. The training is easy, like the physical side. But if you can give that edge of um, supporting them mentally, finding them a counselor that they could check in for, with um, finding them more than just training, and I think that's what separates you. Like right now, we're beating people that were in the game for years just because we've realized that you need to give it the holistic approach. And um, yeah, then I think that's what gives every different trainer the edge is um, surrounding your clients with everything that they need. Yeah. Because I know, yeah, at, at, at any given day, a trainer is a counselor as well. Like some clients will come in with all their problems ready to talk to you like you're the counselor. <laughs> so yeah, just understanding that, yeah, we're more than just trainers. Like you, you, you give the whole package, yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. All right. Thanks for your time, Johnny. Nah, thank you. Okay, Johnny. Thank you for listening. If you liked this show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your fitness business, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Well, check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.